Hinging through the ether like a giant emotion. There's lotion, there's lotion. There's sometimes commotion, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take it to the bank, ideas. Welcome, sweet listeners, to Rank Ideas, the podcast where we do just that, rank every idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the correct assessment of what our podcast is. We were just uh, doing a little bit of pre-chat about what idea we're going to rank uh, because we uh, have yet to receive the sure influx of um, listener suggestions from you yourselves, the listeners. They must be posting them. Yeah, right right this moment. Um, but yeah, we've, we realised... Um, uh, the, the very chat about how we how we are going to decide what to do on the podcast was just so sizzlingly raw that we're definitely going to include that in ahead of the next episode. Generous of us to let everyone behind the wizard's curtain and to see what really goes on uh, here at Rank Ideas. People like that kind of thing, mm. right? I'm Chris. I'm Nick. Just in case you're still figuring out right. who we are. Um, so it's only episode two. Um, so, so far we've got uh, two items on the list. Um... We're not going to be able to do a complete recap every single episode that we're right we're going, but at the moment we can say that we've definitively ranked uh, the concept, the idea of lunch as being superior to the idea of mail. Uh, so we thought uh, just to just to set our um, sense of ambition here, we want to start with something. We want to add uh, a third item today um, that's a little bit more conceptual, a little broader. And, and if you disagree with anything that we do come up with. You know, feel free to write to us and let us know if you're like, oh, that list is completely wrong. Mail is it's not the middle. It's the top of everything and lunch is a toilet meal. The, the let us know. You know, we, we, you know we, we're not the – it may shock you to hear, we are not the authority on these things. We're just having a crack. The great thing about uh, the privilege that our specific um, position in time and space uh, affords us is that we can easily brook your criticism with uh, – a festive smile. And the delete key. Yeah. <laughs> um, tonight, tonight, today, wherever you are listening at whatever time. This lunchtime. Yeah, this particular, the night lunch. Um, we're looking at generosity. Generosity is the, is the idea that we are ranking today on our ever-expanding master list of all ideas from start to finish. Why, why, why'd you pick this, Nick? Did it just come up? Um, I was just trying to think, and I wanted to be vulnerable and exposed. I figured mm-hmm. it would be really easy for me to uh, be pitching ideas in terms of my hot takes around ideas that I think are garbage or um, just ready to be binned, and I'm definitely keen to do that in these early episodes. But I thought um, I'd make I'd put myself out there in a way where I could be made more fun of by thinking about, okay, what's an idea that I, on balance, think is really good or is a key idea to the way that I try and not even try and live my life. I just, it's just literally just a, a internalized idea for me in a really strong way that I have no interest in uh, working on or, or jettisoning. And generosity is the one that popped into my head. Right. Well, I look forward to this transformative experience and um, arguing with you exactly. at, at the end about where to put it. <laughs> of, of stripping my very sense of self away. The one, it's an episode, we may as well do it in episode two. You're also priming me by, you know, pitching generosity to at the end, if I disagree with you, to... To cave. Yes. Like, oh, well, I'll give the, this, Nick this one. <laughs> it's in the spirit of things. Yeah. Um, generosity, how are we defining it? Generosity, uh, kindness to others. I, I think I feel like one way, push back on this, but I feel like one way, clean way to define it in terms of making it as broad, the broadest version of itself mm-hmm. is just the, uh, the instinct to um, 
respond with uh, the benefit of the doubt and um, a spirit of giving and of offer um, in situations. So as opposed to, um, yeah, as, as opposed to the instinct to uh, judge or pull back or set boundaries. Great. So we're picking it as a human concept because it's something that we practice, but also because it's not something that's universal. Like we wouldn't talk about mm. breathing. That's it. Yeah. We, so, we, these have to be ideas that we have a choice to, yeah. um, to carry or dismiss. That said, generosity is something that would be um, constant across all human societies through history, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. But you're talking about where instances where you have the choice and you do give that, that benefit it's a good point, or, or you know, just as a thing to just as a thing to give a name to mm -hmm. and to narrativize. Because I guess because it's a good point. I I think probably one of the reasons that I'm so into it as an idea is because it's a thing that I observe as a as an autonomous human response. Like, mm -hmm. uh, or you know, as in there are many situations that I just see in my life where um, maybe two humans will be. Um, in the throes of some kind of conflict with each other um, that might have years of baggage behind it. And then one of them will suddenly have a moment of helpless vulnerability and the other person will instinctively respond with, uh, with care, with, mm -hmm. um, with, a, with a collapsing of the, of the boundaries between them. And yeah, so on the one end, you could, you could argue that that's, that means that it's not an idea, but also it definitely is because, you know, as I'm, I'm seeing those things, and I'm the one who's then constructing that as generosity because that's a, that's a narrative idea that I've been given to interpret the behaviour. So, really, I guess, I guess this is this is going to keep coming up. Is like uh, in terms of us judging what ideas are or, or what they aren't, where they sit relative to all the exactly is force like factors. Yeah, is like you know, is this, um, yeah, it's an idea. An idea is a construction. It's a way to make sense of something as much as it is as a way to organise or evaluate something. Which I increasingly love because I really do think that the it'll thin the herd. You know, the ideas that are poorly mapped and yes, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll drop off because they don't look so good under scrutiny or they don't they don't serve a purpose for yeah. us to examine. But generosity, I guess, is connected to vulnerability very strongly there because mm. because it is the choice and and the reason that you might not make that choice is because you've been punished for for your generosity. So say if yeah, say if uh, you're having an argument with somebody and you can't see their perspective, but you know that they strongly think it and you're like well okay you know i i don't see everything or know everything here i'm gonna cede to that then that's i mean that just at a surface level immediately sounds like a beautiful thing to do but of course in a dangerous dynamic where somebody is mm -hmm. also wrong or they're you know using that opportunity to manip manipulate an outcome that doesn't suit your mutual interests then you could find yourself generously giving to everybody and being continuously punished. I would go, I would go as far to say that um, intrinsic to the idea of generous behavior, particularly as a habit over time mm -hmm. or as a predictive um, behavior of the brain, um, the concept of harm to the person being generous is actually baked in. Like mm. It's not just a risk. Right. Um, it's, it's an inevitability and it's, a, it's going to be a constant inevitability. So I think the, uh, if, if, if there's an aspect if, if there's a hot take aspect to what I'm saying, it's the idea that, yeah, I'm, I'm literally arguing for the idea of exposing yourself to harm as a, you know, as, as a predictive response to, as a, as a thing that you habitually do in a way. So I can understand. So that's, you know, that, that's definitely got to be squared away. You know, I, with the life I lead, I, that I've led, I feel like I've been conditioned to 
feel that that's a super worthwhile thing to do, but um, it is a, it's a spicy one in terms of the, you know, like I almost, I almost feel like my argument for it, like I feel like it's harder to argue if you go, oh, it's risky. And maybe I'm just trying to blast past that and be like, yeah, it's not risky. It's actually guaranteeing mm. um, pain and... Uh, a cost. There's yeah, a, a cost. cost. Guaranteed cost. Yeah, some, some scarring over of uh, parts of yourself. But I, my argument is that it's not just worth it, but usually leads to optimal outcomes on a long enough timeline. Do you think generous people, people that are described as generous do better than those who aren't? Is that is that the, the I, theory there? I think uh, probably, where I'm, probably where I'm landing is that people who are, um, who might be more described as generous, I mean, even just in mechanical ways, I mean, they're going to be, uh, they're probably going to be having a larger and a larger breadth and depth of human interactions, um, which just neurologically, there's a lot of good statting that that's, mm-hmm. that that leads to better mental health outcomes over time. Um, even just, you know, just through sheer volume. Um, and uh, also, yeah, there's um, the idea that uh, that those... My, I th- probably my hunch is that people who have more generous behaviours, the, the ideation, like the idea um, space that they put together for themselves uh, ends up being more positive or malleable or resilient to um, the realities of what happens to them in their life. It's an interesting one that feeds back into how our whole society goes because I'm inclined to agree. I th- I think that if people are you know maybe sort of the early adulthood or even mid or an unexamined late adulthood, if they're described as either you know very, too generous or not at all generous, I feel like maybe you have a sh- you may have a sharp experience in your childhood that m- makes you decide, oh, I cannot, I can't expose myself to risk here. That's bad. Or yeah. you have one where you're like, oh, it's, it's really important to give because that's. That's the foundation of everything. And then over the curve of your life, as things happen, you know, there are costs, but there are also benefits. And in an individual instance, you could see how, um, you know, giving to someone who might not give you anything back is a dangerous risk. But over the arc of all of them, given we're in a reciprocal society in a lot mm. of ways, and that's how, that's how a lot of our... Humor. A group organism society. Yeah, like it, we exactly. Are, we're a group organism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I think that's really interesting to think about then what our society looks like, because we... You know, we're at a time where we're described as sort of an individualist and, and sort of we, we create, we talk about our market systems as being incentivized for individuals to navigate. But that's that's not really how most of us operate. You know, like we're, mm. we're paid by the hour, but most of us take off a week. Like, you know, we don't work every hour because we're paid. There are other things that we do that are more rewarding, like play a sport or I don't just I don't know anything really, any yeah. social activity. Even, even people who are spending a lot of time, even people who the majority of their time spent in their life are paid hours are probably the reason they're actually the motivations for doing it are a more complex brew than just the hourly rate that they're getting paid. Mm. And of course you could do just your generous gestures. are Like we didn't even talk about just blindly giving someone money as the most generous gesture. Yes. But that's something that even just the blindly giving money is something that has come up. I know father Bob, um, he ran that competition where it was like guaranteed to make you happy something. And all you had to do was give money because it's like, you know, there are so many studies that show that if you give to people, you, you feel great. So it's, it's, it's a mutually rewarding thing. Mm, I, it's I definitely, maybe, maybe part of my cleaving towards generosity as a thing is just the, the nature of the arguments, the common arguments against it and mm-hmm. how I, how they land on me. Like, so the stuff that we talked about first, whereas, you know, someone not wanting to be 
not being conditioned to be generous because mm-hmm. they've been punished, punished or a victim, you know, victim of abuse or exploitation. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of um, sense. To me. Like I can sympathize with that. I can empathize with that. I still but actually, my experiences of people who have had the most hardships is that they are the most generous because they, if they've experienced, if they're able to level out and experience a kindness, they, they realize how critically important that can be. I've certainly met at least, um, you know, in my, in my small anecdotal experience, I've met at least as many of that case study as the other. But yeah, definitely. Right. I guess. But yeah, also, yeah. You, as in, I agree with you. Like, there are lots of people I know who've had, um, yeah, it's, 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 hardships that I can't even, I can't wrap my head around. Who uh, are certainly more generous than me in the way that they live. I guess. And on top, a little separate to that, the larger kind of discourse ideas, like the sort of the ideological arguments that people have against generous behavior, always seem to me to be a little bit. Um, floating at floating out in space in a funny way like the classic kind of you know yeah just the basic idea of oh what why can't you um yes yeah, so, so any argument as to why you can't just give people money if they beg for it in the street just always seems a little uh thin to me just the idea of it's of it's like oh well they'll just they they won't spend it properly or you'll just be giving and giving or yeah. you know or it's not fair or i worked for my money i just none of those land on me with any Log- with any logical heft or rational heft like that just feels like yeah but um maybe and you know and again we'll get to the episode where we rank fairness but i mean you, you you've I've, i feel like i've already done my uh if yeah chris you've known me for long enough i must have talked about how little i think of the concept of fairness before but as, at, mm. least, at least as an idea that scales up we'll get yeah. to that later yeah i look forward to it but yeah but these this idea of having to um yeah lawyers you know lawyer why yeah, anything where it's like, oh, we, there needs to be a lawyered excuse for why you might do something that is will be nice for them and nice for you, um, just be just because um, it's just because it's not sustainable under the current construction of um, you know uh, markets or the way the society is built is built up. When a lot of the ways that we also a lot of the ways that we behave across our day doesn't jibe with that rationally anyway, like. Uh, it's interesting because I think the exa- the examples that we're actually looking at here is where over the line generosity, generosity in spite of, I guess that those those costs yeah. and 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 the idea that that's rewarding over time because you know we we, we like you know all of us are generous. Every single person is generous. Basically, everyone would be generous in some way all the time. But then yeah, but then where you mentioned somebody who's asking for money on the street, you know they obviously could use it. Mm. Or I mean in. I assume in most cases really could use it um, or waste it. I'm kind of, I'm super chill with that as well as in, you know, yeah. quote, quote unquote wasting like that argument of like, Oh, but you know, they're just going to go and buy drugs. It's like, Oh, who, I don't who, even, who, I don't consider that waste. Oh yeah. God, what, how deep is your need <laughs> to do that? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, you know, most, most oh, like, I like, I don't give money to every person I walk past. Me neither. I, I, I definitely do give money if I have it, but I definitely at times like not. There's all for me. There's all kinds of vectors, including literally how many meters away from them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, am. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's no. What's in your I, pocket? Yeah, I have no. I have no consistency of behavior around that. Yeah. Um, but but I, that's that's not necessarily a good measurement of what generosity is anyway. But I, I just try to get a handle of like, you know, the difference between. But actually, maybe a better way to look at this whole thing is what would society look like if nobody was generous? Mm. Would we probably wouldn't be able to have. The, the massive, huge, thriving societies that we have, like we'd probably be down to you know 
a couple thousand on the planet or something because we're probably be incapable of maybe yeah maybe part of what it is for me is the idea of a generous a, a generous assessment of other people and their behaviors in the, in the course of interacting with them and the importance of that right so that's the essence of what you want to it, it might looking at yeah i think that's where i'm i think that's what i'm realizing okay. is the idea that's the at least in terms of the utility um there's there's the idea that if you um if you're going to be interacting with other humans in any kind of group project and to me that's a given for a, that's like to me it's a given that we're a group organism that's mm-hmm. interdependent mm-hmm. so you know i'm happy for listeners to push back against that i'm take for me that's a that's a biological giving that's a wiring giving that's not that's that's yeah. not an idea because okay. it's literally until we can find ways to um completely recode the nature of the organism that we are we've it's it's I feel like it's been fairly satisfyingly proven that we have a biological yeah, very strongly inter- share that. interdependence. Yeah. So that means we have to we have to interact on shared projects. Mm-hmm. Um, the th- the thing if the other reality at play is that all of us are fairly incompetent, disappointing creatures at most of the time or a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So to me, the idea of if you took generosity out of the equation, back to your question if we were trying to get group projects off the go and we were um, unable to make generous assessments of each other's behaviour and performance, then uh, more of the projects would break up earlier in the piece. I don't even think that happened. I think there's like a, the shadow of reciprocity is, is one of the biggest incentives for generosity. Yeah, I think I... It's, that's it's, it's a really good point, Chris. If there's one thing I definitely don't care about uh, instinctively, obviously, we'll rank it when it comes up. Mm. But the concept of altruism and whether it actually yeah. exists, like as in in an engineering way, uh, I don't care why people are doing things if the outcomes for it are sure. uh, outcomes that I personally judge to be good. You know, mm. um, so yeah, as in I don't care. Oh, I just I disagree. With you. I look forward mm. to that coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I think that'll be a good conversation. But for me, obviously, obviously, I'm yeah, I'm generalizing and I'm exaggerating. But yeah, in in general, for me, I don't care if, like, if I thought that someone's uh, reasons for being habitually generous were largely consciously based around mm-hmm. the, you know, the the endorphin effect that they'll get from that reciprocal behavior, I'm fine with that. You know, I guess, uh yeah, this is a good here's a good um, example. Like, I really don't get what everybody's problem with Bono is. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's, you know, I mean, sure. You're talking specifically about Bono's huge advocacy of, um, of anti-poverty causes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah. The, and the actual net dollar amount that, yeah. that he has, that he has effectively brokered in the world. And I mean, you like, yeah, yeah cause, uh, and, uh, the idea, like, I know that there's, there's the argument that he's a tax cheat and could have done, uh, you know, could have done more good work just by paying his taxes, which I think people like that haven't actually checked the figures in terms yeah. of what he's been part of. But separate to that, I, I feel like most people actually just hate him because they read him as a self-serving uh, windbag uh, buffoon, which I think he is a windbag buffoon. Yeah, people are pretty sensitive to that sort of the, the traits of the narcissist. Like yeah. it's, it's such a threat to the group dynamic that yes. somebody should be doing things for themselves. And that if you feel like you can see through why they're doing that differently to you for some reason, yeah, totally. then, then that feel, that feels gross. But I, I'm, I'm absolutely without having given much thought. Um, I strongly, strongly agree with you in that instance, you know, if, if the net outcome is a whole bunch of people don't have to, you know, die without tasting clean drinking water, like great. Who cares if one guy, has to be the face of it and the hero 
and there uh, might be other facts about Bono that I'm not privy to, which mm-hmm. which um, completely rebalance that equation. Like he might be doing truly, he's a stranger, so he, to me, so he might be doing truly horrendous things with massively harmful outcomes. But based on the knowledge, the knowledge that is public to all of us, mm-hmm. it feels like yeah, I don't. If the if the cost is that we have to kind of put up with his face and voice a bit, um, I can. Uh, yeah, or, or that yeah, or that he's not, or that he's just doing it so that he can feel good. Like um, I have, yeah, I, I don't see the problem, at least at the scale of um, activism that he's done. You know, which I, I agree for that. As in, in as much as you can see what the costs of something yeah. are. Like I feel like if you co- compromise the truth to get an outcome expediently, mm. I, I think that the hidden costs of that down the line can be catastrophic. And him and him engaging with uh, regimes that are evil regimes, um, uh, you know, by which I mean like... Uh, does it give them legitimacy it, or something? Yeah, yeah, that's that's really... That's, I think that's super legit to look at. I feel... If I felt like that... that I, again, I feel like that is the critique that a lot of people put out of him, but it seemed, to me, I feel like that's not real. Like, people seem to... The thing that actually seems to upset people is just his personality, which... Um, yeah, I and think I think that this is a good meta conversation because that you are displaying the generosity for someone that's different and unknown and doing behaviours that you might not or doing something in a different way and you're giving him that benefit of, and it, of what is so many people's doubt. Yeah, which is funny because I'll do that for – I'll and again, I'll apply that fairly inconsistently. Like I'll do that for um, – Oh, you're the person that's not consistent in all your values <laughs> and behaviour, are you? Uh, <laughs> it's just you. me. It's just me. Welcome, yeah. guys, to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, – and in terms of um, – because you know, like it's also in terms of counter arguments against myself, there are uh, times in my life where I have a, a really fun, enjoyable time being ungenerous in my assessment of other people, like being mm. being judged. I've witnessed that and enjoyed it because it's something I'm so afraid to do. So yeah. I see you do it. I'm like, oh, I delight I it. Never think that. I delight like, in oh. it. Obviously, I mark out a, a small safe space for it, which is literally just people that I sort of know in my life like yeah. not close friends but people that i know in like literally just people in the local artistic scene flattered to be included in that list it's yeah thank you <laughs> you've you worked hard for it um but no like literally people in my personal life like other you know other people i know at the gym where i work or in circles where i move you know just the few people in my life who um just get my hackles up as on a facile level where just i just find them annoying and charmless and um you know uh yes they have some they clearly have some ideas and thoughts and behaviors that I think are dumb, but definitely there's a, like the first layer of it's just aesthetic. Like I just go, I'm just be like, Oh, they're just, you know, they're just the opposite of what I find charming and involving as a person. Like they're fundamentally not murderers or, mm. uh, you know, people like a lot of them, are, you know, they're perfectly fine, but um, it's, it's fun for me to have, it's fun for me to just not to their face. I mean, sometimes to their face, but you know, like, Usually, have just, an outlet for that expression. <laughs> usually, just behind their back to other people, just getting to be really performatively mean about them, um, <laughs> and and just wallow in those feelings. It's yeah. great. Like, um, it is really fun to watch. Is it? Yeah, so super fun. But, but because I'm the type of person that you know really struggles to do that, so then it's like God. like I really like watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, right. With Larry David and and you know Peep Show and things like that because it's sort of like and. This is the first use of this word on the show. There's like a masturbatory joy for me in watching mm. that because I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, they're right. doing it. They're going through just saying the things that are annoying them. Incredible! Like yeah. it's it's like a high fantasy for me. How, sure. how, how good it is and how it's I, for me it's just it just feels like a good mental health practice. Mm-hmm. Plus, I just want to, so I'm rationalizing. <laughs> but also, like, yeah, I just really like. There's, you know, it's amazing I, how many things that you want to do are good mental health practices. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, but also, yeah, I just really enjoy. Uh, I, I enjoy cruelty as well. Oh, cruelty will be a good one to rank mm. at some point. I'm going to rank that high. If we can, it's a good thing there's two hosts. But um, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the yeah. So I do. If I was cravenly trying to circle back around to generosity and keep arguing for it, I'd almost want to talk about yeah, just the idea of like constructing that deliberate balance. Like as in, in a way, like I'm, you know, even then, like when I'm hating on these people, I'm doing it really performatively and sort of self consciously because the. The other thing is that I know that they're perfectly nice people, really, like Mm -hmm. on the measure of the human scale. And I'm engaging with that idea and I'm going, okay, exactly the way, the exact way I want to do that. Like, I don't want to hurt or undermine these people Mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe for a second here or there when it's particularly fun. But you're not dismissing their existence and their reality. You're just having your own outlet to continue to have that, oh God, do I even say that generosity to keep having shared interactions and... Is that is that I mean, too I'm, cynical? No, no. I think it's I think it's in the I think it's pretty accurate. And yeah, like again, I want to get. It's just me selfishly going. I want all the things that I could get out of interaction with this person, which yeah. is both to judge them and also to feel uh, like I'm still um, like I'm still self aware in the way that I'm judging them, and then also in fe- getting to feel uh, good about myself in the way that I'm supposedly being generous to yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Endorphin hit. Exactly. <laughs> I think as as a meta idea, like if. It, if you were creating like a D and D character and you're you're picking their traits, yep. I think for all of humanity, and you thought, oh, could we bump up the generosity on everyone? Would that Im- improve? Would that be a good idea? I think if I think about the people that I know who aren't generous, like or even just you know interactions with strangers uh, that aren't generous, I think that there's a cost to that behaviour that is mm, that I- is in aggregate and on cost. And, and like across everything greater than the cost of being punished for being generous, uh, which is not to dismiss how catastrophically punishing that can be. But yeah. I think, I think on aggregate, those sort of reciprocal um, generosities, like you would want to up that across the species if you could. I feel like, I feel that's true. Let me, let me just say when I, inter- yeah, when I interact with people who are less generous, I definitely feel like the cost on costs are more for them than for me as the, you know, like it's, it's far yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I have the same thing. If I interact with someone who's particularly, you know, they're petty and mean-spirited for no reason or whatever, I walk away from the interaction being like, whoa, I'm glad I'm not them. Mm. Yeah, even though I'm, like, also furious at not being able to do whatever I deem to be completely reasonable, which (laughs) happens to be whatever I want. (laughs) Also, yeah, I mean, just on a shallow level, like, I think about... I remember... um, reading an interview, not not an interview, uh, op-ed, like, years ago that uh, Penn Jillette wrote, who's a comedian magician who's he's made a lot of stuff I enjoyed and uh was also like a raging libertarian for a while I think he's kind of cooled off his the intensity of that a bit but back when he was right in the thick of it he wrote an article explaining his libertarianism and he had what to him was clearly just this pithy like steel trap ah kind of thing which he was like yeah well you wouldn't his thing was uh the reason I'm a libertarian is this um this thought experiment you wouldn't punish someone for something they didn't do right so why would you reward someone for something that they didn't do? And I remember listening to that and being like, 
my favorite thing to do is to reward people for no reason mm. at all. <laughs> like, yeah. Because you're talking about just all it means is like, why would you do something nice for someone with no reason? And I'm like, without them having earned it. And I'm like, selfishly for me, I would do it selfishly for me because, yeah. because of how, because of the unfailingly positive experience I've had of doing it. I think libertarianism is one we're definitely going to have to rank. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a really fun conversation. Not, I don't I don't think, I don't know if we need to rank or all. Or rank its component elements. Or, yeah. Well, yeah. no, I, was, I, was, I think libertarianism is good. Like I've been thinking about the different political ideologies and I think mm-hmm. some of them are so, some of them just have so many bits to them in history and, and uh, permutations at this point that you potentially have to split them up yeah. into component parts. Libertarianism feels focused enough at least as it fit. Let me put it this we way. We could it, say universal liberty or something sure. like that. I, libertarianism as a political ideology feels at least as focused an idea as lunch to me, but we can, yeah. but we can talk about it. This is so, uh, I think, um, before we finish our ranking of generosity guys, just to just, uh, a quick note. So what we're thinking about, um, well, when you guys are sending us inevitably ideas, we're going to be wielding, um, absolute power and discretion in terms of how we, actually take those whether we take the ideas that you send us yeah. as as the exact expression that you give us or whether they need to be pulled apart a bit or put back together we know that's what you would want because you want a certain level of rigor from your um rank ideas podcast yeah you've demanded it through your very silence <laughs> exactly uh so um so obviously i brought generosity up as a as a top shooter so uh i'm feel even though we've unpacked it quite a bit i feel like i'm still tending towards ranking it above both uh lunch and the mail um but chris where are you sitting oh i like to think of it like i keep going back to that arc concept you know if, if we've got noah's arc of ideas mm-hmm. you know which ones and you have to have a cutoff line which ones would you rather have the mail could live without lunch it has various permutations i think generosity is a really critical one and it's been so so personally rewarding and then uh, yet to, to both practice and be a recipient of in a way that the others um, can be substituted. Yeah, it's, 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 we're up to number one. Yeah, that's it. That's so sliding on in at the new number one, generosity, the human idea of. All right, tune in surely to see if it's replaced immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you replaced in episode three. Thanks for listening.